in the previous episode we learned how important biblical translation for a country like india was also i talked about the technical theories and ways followed by the early linguistic scholars to do the tedious task of translation of a book like bible so two of the previous episodes were especially indian i talked about the origin of the bible in india and the idea behind the early indian biblical translations if you haven't listened to that last episode i recommend that you go back and do that in this episode we will talk about the early biblical translation in india yeah i know that in the previous episodes i have already mentioned the syriac bible which was translated into an indian origin language of malayalam by reverend claudius buchanan in 1811 but that is not the first indian biblical translation done here in india the first translation attempt was done almost 150 years back prior to this work the history of indian biblical translation dates back to 1667 Yes, that's 1667 when an Italian Jesuit Ignazio Arcomone tried to translate parts of the Bible to Konkani language which was another Indian language mostly spoken in the parts of Goa before it was occupied by the Portuguese. The translation work was published under the title Sagala Varun Sachay Vanjil also known as Gospel for the Whole Year. It was done before Goan Viceroy's decree of imposition of Portuguese language on the people of Goa and the suppression of the official language Konkani in 1684. It was not a full Bible translation. Yep, it was not. Just a portion of the Bible was translated in that attempt. Though it wasn't a full-fledged translation of Bible, it was one of the best attempts to translate the portion of the Bible in an Indian origin language. If not a portion of the Bible but the first full-fledged Bible translation of the New Testament was done into the Dravidian language of Tamil in January 3 1714 this translation was done by a German Protestant missionary Bartholomeus Ziegenbal who is also said to be the first Protestant missionary who came to India in 1706 after the Catholic missionaries He came along with another person named Hendrix Polachau. They arrived at a coastal town of Tamil Nadu occupied by Danish colonizers. The town was known as Trankebar. In the modern day Trankebar is known as Tarangambadi. But the native Hindus and the British Catholics colonizers did not like the arrival of a Protestant missionary Ziegenbalk to their land. They did not receive a warm welcome from the people there. Neither Ziegenbalk nor Plachau got a very warm reception. Hindu natives and even fellow Europeans suspected their intentions both for different reasons. The Hindus felt threatened by the incoming and possible imposition of Christianity and the Danish officials feared that new converts would stand to challenge the colonizer's authority. Yep, that's human psychology. What else they could have done? Right. But Ziegenbalk had some other plans. He soon began learning Tamil language and in 1708 started his work of translating the New Testament with the help of Johann Ernst Grundler. Although he completed his work in 1711 with no existing printing press in that region, he approached Indian scribes to copy his word onto palm leaves with an iron stylus. They followed the same form of inscription used by the early Indian scholars who created numerous traditional Indian manuscripts. It is said that Ziegenbalg is the one who called for a printing press to be sent to Tamil Nadu for the publication of his Bible translation. 
By 1714, after numerous revisions to his text and after a lot of efforts in the printing press to get the work done, the result of Ziegenbach's incredible endeavor was India's first Bible in a local language. He even worked on a Tamil dictionary but unfortunately was unable to complete his translation of the Old Testament before he passed away in 1719. His contributions to India with the importing of the printing press and biblical translation were immense as the events that they set in motion have defined. Before Ziegenbach's death, he somehow managed to complete the translation from Hebrew scriptures till the Book of Ruth. Later, after his death, the book was completely published in Tamil in 1728. Reverend Benjamin Bailey was a remarkable man in the cultural history of Kerala. He is a European who came to Kerala, a state of India, from Yorkshire, which is in England, at the age of 25 years as a member of Church Missionary Society. Actually, he came to the very famous Kottayam in Kerala. The first assignment given to Benjamin Bailey on his arrival in Kottayam was to work as a superintendent or a principal of the very iconic CMS College of Kottayam. Here, CMS stands for the Church Missionary Society. And you know what the fun fact is? The Kottayam College of CMS is the first college in India which makes Benjamin Bailey the first principal of the first college in the entire country. During his tenure as principal from 1817 to 1819, Benjamin Bailey laid the foundation for a modern education model based on what we call the Western education system. For this purpose, he formulated a new curriculum and syllabus upon which the whole education system of India stood once upon a time. He began to teach English language in the College of Kerala and thus found the English education system in Kerala. Well. Some of the works that he did in his time flourished well, like the CMS Kottayam station founded by Bailey has continued to be the center of society's work in Travancore. Benjamin Bailey translated the whole of the Bible into Malayalam and printed them in newly established one and only printing press in the entire state. The Bailey Bible helped in formulating the modern Malayalam sequence just as the King James Version helped in the development of the English language. Bailey's Bible translation provided the base for a new Malayalam prose style that developed and flourished. The High Malayalam and the Colloquial Malayalam were combined by Bailey to produce a new middle path Malayalam prose. Bailey was the founder of both Malayalam printing and book publishing. The CMS press he established in 1821 at Kottayam was not only the first printing office but also the first book publishing house in the state. CMS Press undertook printing works in the language of Malayalam, English, Tamil, Sanskrit and Latin and Syriac simply. CMS Printing Press led to the publishing of books and periodicals. It also popularized reading and writing. Printing introduced by Benjamin Bailey led Kerala to universalization of public instruction, development of means of communication and knowledge. This in turn culminated in social reforms enlightenment and development of culture. Publication of books, journal and periodicals along with universal education paved the way for the development of Malayalam and its standardization. Benjamin Bailey lived and worked in Kerala for 34 years. Away from England, Kerala was a second home for him. Well, surely I would say Benjamin Bailey was a remarkable man having a unique record of work done by a single person. 
His contributions towards the development, education, cultural reformation is really, really incomparable. And one of the inspiring accounts of biblical translation comes from a European shoemaker, a cobbler who came to Calcutta or today's Kolkata, India, William Carey. He was one of the most inspiring people who spent almost 41 years here in India. He claims to have acknowledged his humble beginnings as a shoemaker and called himself a cobbler. He also became a pastor of an early Baptist church when he was in Europe and happened to have traveled to different parts of the world doing missionary work. As a part of missionary work, William Carey came to India in 1793. Carey worked as a manager for the Indigo Plantation Factory, an Indigo trading business under the British East India Company. And during those years that Carey managed the Indigo plant, he learned the Indian language Bengali and completed the first revision of his Bengali New Testament Bible. Meanwhile, he also formulated the principles upon which his missionary community would be formed, including communal living, financial self-reliance, and the training of early local ministers. The missionary society had begun sending more missionaries to India. Among them, some were school teachers, some were printers and scholars, and at that time, the East India Company was against the missionaries which resulted in gruesome acts and atrocities against these missionaries. So these missionaries stayed in a Danish colony in Serampur and later joined by Carey in 1800. Once they all settled there, missionary society bought a house large enough to accommodate Carey and his associates and their families as well. Among this missionary group was William Ward. He was a printer. He set up a second-hand printing press acquired by Carey in the early days and began to print the Bible in Bengali language in 1800. William Carey later worked as a professor for Bengali language in Fort William College. In the college, his colleagues were Pandits and Brahmins. From them, Carey learned Bengali more deeply and also learned Sanskrit language as well. He also wrote grammars of Bengali and Sanskrit and began a translation work of the Bible into Sanskrit language. He also used his influence with the governor-general there to help put a stop to the superstitious practice of infant sacrifice and the famous Sati. He also consulted with the pundits and Hindu scholars to make sure and determine that these practices had no base in Hindu sacred literature. Though it wasn't so easy in the earlier times, but later in the year 1829, it was completely abolished in India. Well, in the times of Kari itself, the mission managed to print the Bible in Bengali, Sanskrit and some other major languages and dialects. Many of these languages has never been printed before. So William Ward, who managed the printer, had to make custom printing punches of the type with his own hands to get the work done. So in Carey's lifetime, the mission printed and distributed the Bible in whole or part in 44 languages and dialects. Well, that's a lot. 44 is a lot. Some of the accomplishment of William Carey is that he and his associates managed to open the Serampur College which is still there, you can go there and see. Carey was also a botany enthusiast, so he founded the Agri-Horticulture Society in India at Alipur. 
Carey also was interested to maintain the botanical garden at Kolkata. The Ganeshkarya plant was named after William Carey. That's awesome. So Carey devoted great efforts and time to study not only of the common language of Bengali but too many other Indian vernaculars including the ancient root language of Sanskrit. Carey also translated the Hindu classics into English which began with three volume epic poem the Ramayana. He then translated the Bible into Bengali, Oriya, Marathi, Hindi, Assamese, Sanskrit and parts of it into other dialects and languages. For 30 years, Carey served in the college as a professor of Bengali, Sanskrit and Marathi and published the first book on Marathi grammar in 1805. With their printing press in the mission, Carey and his team produced textbooks, dictionaries, classical literature and other publications, which served primary school children, college level students and general public, including the first systematic Sanskrit grammar, which served a model for later publication. In the earlier times in India, only children of certain social strata received education and even that was limited to basic accounting and Hindu religion. Only the Brahmins and writer caste could read and then only men were schooled, not women actually. Carey began with Sunday schools and in 1794 Carey opened at his own cost what is considered to be the first primary school in all of India. His teachings translations, writings and publications, his educational establishments and influence in social reforms are said to have marked the turning point of Indian culture from a downward to an upward trend. Carey saw India not as a foreign country to be exploited, but as his heavenly father's land to be loved and saved. He believed in understanding and controlling nature instead of fearing, appeasing or worshipping it in developing one's intellect instead of killing it as a mysticism taught. He emphasized enjoying literature and culture instead of shunning it. Thus, Carey contributed to the Indian nationalism. Also, there are a lot of other people who took efforts in the early times to bring the biblical literature in India. Some sacrificed their loved ones and some lost their own life doing the work of the Bible translation. Among the Britishers and Indians, they got persecuted and struggled a lot to shape the biblical literature into different languages of our country. Among them were these inspiring personalities like William Carey, Bartholomeus Ziegenbalg, Benjamin Bailey and Claudius Buchanan and so on. If you haven't happened to heard about these people before, then I'm really glad that I made this podcast available to all of you listening to this. Let's try to be like all of these early influential scholars to spread the word across the world. Thank you for listening.